Okay, so good morning. So the topic today, I want to go through, understand a little bit the uh, the, the challenge which we have with calculating shurim, um, and maybe give some practical suggestions on it, some ideas of how to deal with it. I think on the flyer we spoke about calculating kiddush, matzah, and the third thing, uh, amount of bread for hamotzi. I don't remember what the third thing was. Okay, sure, it wasn't modern. It wasn't more. No, it was not more. Okay, so the Torah gives us our, our calculations of measurements usually tied to an item. Something is the size of a kezai, it's the size it's something like an olive, it's like kebeya. Um, we have an amra, right? We have it we have we have an etzva. Etzva is measured etzva is measured the width of a thumb. The width of a thumb is across the main knuckle of the thumb. That's that's et, that's how you measure an etzba. So there are four etzbas in a tefach, which tefach, which is which is a fist. And the more that talks about that, there sometimes we use the fist tight. Sometimes we use the fist fist being loose. We have an amma, which is which is the length calculated from from your forefinger all the way to your, to your elbow. So we're always using measurements which are which seem to be tied to. Uh, physical things. We don't say, you know, you can be all the size of. We have something called a kav and a saw. And these and these were measurements of some container, but they're always tied back to a smaller measurement, which starts being something which we can use a physical item. So why was this? Why is this? So if you look at the uh, in the in the booklet on page ten. Um, so on the left column, the paragraph, second to last paragraph on the page, Achakach Re'isi. See, quotes of Shubas Go'in. So there's, there's, this, there's, this, there's the period of time between the Gemara and the Rishonim, that was known as the period of the Go'inim. There were two yeshivas, Surah Pabadisa, each one had, uh, the Rosh Hashim was called the Go'in. And at that point in time, they were the basic, still the primary authority for all of all of, all of Yisro. And all questions were sent to them, and we have very extensive literature of their response to questions. It's called Shubas Againim. There's about ten, twelve volumes of that Shubas Againim which we have. So it's it's some of it's printed by 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 Masechta, some are printed by a collection of Shubas. So over here they ask the question. We want to know what is the correct way to measure chala. So there's some some person somewhere in North Africa sending a question to the Goin, and they had people going back and forth, and they sent them back. How do you measure the right amount which is chayiv in the midst of chala? How much dough is chayiv in the midst of chala? So he says, well, we know that it's shir chala is mem gimel beya bechemish beya. Shir chala, the amount of dough which is is forty three and a fifth eggs. The Torah gave us the measurements of Shurim, eggs, fruits, Shadibre Seifrim. Chum used these words, but Shadal Al Harsinai Nitnu Kinnachsi Valeim Akolat Demarim. That which the Chumim used these measurements, they didn't make up themselves. The Torah, gave, but they were given through, from the Torah. Skipping the brackets, the Fishabeim Apayrus Nimsoim Bchol Malkim. They're they're available everywhere. Kigolavu Yudu Lifnei Mishamer Bahaya Olam. Abraham knew she is some asidim lispaz. They made a umos. 
We're going to spread out amongst the nation. We give you the calculations based on measurements, types of containers and types of weights which they used at the time of Moshe Rabbeinu or the time of Chazal. We don't know what those are anymore. We don't know exactly what the, we don't have those containers anymore. We don't have those weights, so we don't know how to calculate that. So if we'd be given in such numbers, we would be we would have no way to figure out what we have to do. Therefore. Um, they changed from generation to generation. Good morning, Rabbi. I'm going to ask you a favor to please not say hello to people in the middle of my share. Okay? Thank you. They've changed recently, they've changed very much so from the earlier, gener- earlier generations. But. There's always eggs around. There's always fruits around. Which means so what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to take, like the minister says in Mesephthus Kalim, that you're supposed to use the, the, the middle-sized egg, you're supposed to use the middle-sized olive. Right? So you, what are you supposed to do? I don't know what the middle-sized egg is. You know, like if, I, if I travel all over the world, I find the largest, largest chicken egg and the smallest chicken egg. So I'm allowed to use the, I'm allowed to use the eggs which I have in front of me. The, the place that I live, the time that I live, and the place that I live, I'm going to use those eggs. The place that I live, the time I live, I'm going to use those olives. So this is the most portable things that we have. The measurements which are totally portable. I, I, I go to the... So in the United States of America, they tell you that the, according to the, the egg growers, the Poultry and Eggs Growers Association, they tell you there are five different sizes of eggs. And of course, you know, marketing is the way it is. They're called small, medium, large, extra large, and jumbo. Right? So the middle size is called large. Right? <laughs> um, so... That's the medium-sized egg. So I'm very good. I take my egg. It's I go to the store. I buy what's called a large egg. It's just the which is the the medium the medium-sized egg, and I measure that that volume. It's very easy to do. I want to get, figure out the, the, the average size olive. So there are seven sizes of olives according to the olive growers. And there are, again, there's small, medium, large, extra large, colossal, extra colossal, and jumbo. Right? Okay, so, so the medium size olive is called extra large. Right? So, you know, marketing is a wonderful thing. So you, you, t- you go and get your, you find your extra large olive, and that's the, that's the volume of an olive. It's so very simple. This is what the Chirvis Garden says. So these measurements are not very large. Right? An egg, a large egg is not very large volume wise, and a, and a large, an extra large olive is not very large volume wise. It's about, uh, it's about 0.7 of, of, of an ounce, if, in volume wise, in fluid ounces. It's, it's not very large at all. <coughs> okay, so that's what it should be. So, uh, we're eating a piece of matzo based on that, about the size of our hands, the palm of our hands. That's what the piece of matzo you should use for one kazayas for the night of the seder. Right, that's pretty, pretty straightforward. If you and if you're going to use talking about eating bread the night of Sukkot, because bread is you know thicker than a piece of matzah, all measurements are by volume, not by weight. Um, so the, the volume of a piece of bread, right, it's about that big. And there you go. That you eat in your kazayas, right? And you can picture eating two kazayasim very quickly in your, your, your the lot of time that you have. We can picture eating four kazayasim in a lot of time that we have. And we seem to be. So why in the world are we giving these lar- this larger measurements? Where do they come from? What's that all about?
Okay. So the challenge is like this. The Gemara comes along back in, back on page three of your booklet. The Gemara comes along and the Gemara actually ties the size of a revius to two measurements. The size of a revius is a measurement which is tied to the eggs. The size of the revius is a measurement which is also tied to fingers, finger breasts. Right? So the more it ties the two together. So if you, if, well, you know, actually before we, before we uh, look at the Gemara, if you, if you turn to page 14, there's a chart there. And it's just good to familiarize ourselves with some of these, these ideas in the charts. So the first, what we have, Midas Auric, measurements of length, of distance. So there are four etzbos in one tefach and the six tefachim in an Right? So, again, an etzba is measured across the width of your, the, your thumb, by the, 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 the widest point of a thumb. That's one etzba. Four etzbos equals a tefach. And six tefachim equals an amma. So there's 24 etzbos in an amma. We know that there's a measurement called a lug, there's a measurement called the cob, there's a measurement called a saw. And we use many of our measurements are based on that amount, but they all go back to an egg. The me- there are six eggs in a lug, and there are there are there's going to be um, six lug and a cob. There's four cob and a saw, etc., etc. We always go back to the eggs. Now there's something called a revius. So revius means a quarter. So that's a very not clear. Stuff. It's a quarter of what? So revius is actually a shortened phrase. It means revius a lug. So revius is a quarter of a lug. So if there are six eggs in a lug, and this is a quarter of a lug, so it's one and a half eggs. So one revius is a quarter of a lug. Is one and a half begim. So the Gemara gives us this measurement of a revius, which we know is one and a half eggs. The Gemara also gives, gives us this measurement based on finger breaths. Now, how does the Gemara do that? Because we know the following. The, the, the starting point really is a mikvah. We know that the more the more it tells us, we know that a mikvah holds forty saw of water. The mikvah, which is the Torah requires that a person should be tied with himself in, holds forty saw of water. Saw, there's so many. So there's forty saw. Each saw is so many kav. Each kav is so many lug, etc. So we have a measurement which eventually goes get back, get back to eggs or get back to revises, right? But the more also tells me that the measure of a, the measurement of the size of a mikvah, which is required for the Torah for tefillah, is an amma by an amma by three ammas. So that we have a very clear. The more gives us a measurement which is going to be can be measured both by distance, putting the distance the, the measurements of, of length together, and creating a volume based on that. It can be also measured by the measure of a volume of eggs. So here the more ties it to together. And the more then makes the calculation backwards and figures out, based on that, how big is a revius? Both, by, we know how it's a one and a half eggs, but a revius is also so many finger breaths by so many finger breaths, etc. That's what the Gemara does for us. Let's just see that Gemara. This is a very important Gemara because now we're going we're gonna to have this challenge. Everything is portable. Eggs are portable, owls are portable, fingers are also portable. But what do you do when your fingers are portable and they come up with a different measurement than your eggs? And that's going to be the challenge. Right? Because the more it ties the two together. Okay, so we're on page three. Omer Kista, Revius Shaltara. If the Revius that the Torah requires of a person is etzbayim, al etzbayim, it's two finger breaths by two finger breaths, berum, 
etzbayim by two, the, the height of two, v'chatsi etzba and a half, v'chemesh etzba and a fifth. So two plus point five plus point two is two point seven. So it's two by two by two point seven. And I think I gave you that measurement all the way in the back over there, somewhere along the lines. It should tell you that mm-hmm. the says two expo- the bottom line, almost the bottom line, two exposed by two exposed by two point seven exposed. When you cube that, you get ten point eight exposed cubed. So it's a it's a cube. It's cubed to ten point eight exposed. Okay, that's how big it is. More so, how do you know that? Kidatanya. So the Pesach tells you that there's a din of tvila. It has to be the whole body is in there. Can't have any type of chatzitza. It has to be enough water that the body can fit into. How much is, what's that size? It's one ama by one ama by three amas. The also told us that the measurement of the mikvah is 40 so. So Morris says, if you take the math and you figure out one amma by one amma, which means 24 exposed by 24 exposed by 72 exposed. An amma is 6 and a tefach is, is 4 exposed, so 6 times 4 is 24. So an amma, we're saying it's 24 exposed by 24 exposed by 72 exposed, 3 times 24. Right, that's we take that measurement, and, and, and it's also forty saw, right? So forty saw is so many kav, and it's so many. So forty saw ends up being right three thousand eight hundred and forty revius. So we take this big measurement of twenty four by twenty four by tw- by seventy two. We multiply it out. We divide it by three hundred and three thousand eight hundred and forty, and we come up with ten point eight. Right, so um, so ten point eight is two by two by two point seven. So then we figured out exactly how large Revius is. We figured out exactly how large. So we know how large Revius is. Revius is this measurement of two by two by two point seven. We also know that Revius is one and a half eggs. So very good. So Bisman uh, Chazal, those measurements were, were equal. The, those two measurements equal. They equal. Now, they're, now they're no longer equal. So what do we do? We can say, forget about the measurements. You know, it looks like it looks like an egg and a half. Good enough for me. That's one argument. So let's forget about the egg and a half. It has to be two exposed, but two exposed, but two point seven exposed. Good enough for me. Or we're trying to figure out, like, well, but what happened? How, how did this? Where's the? What's the problem? What? How do we answer the philosophical question? So one answer is I have no answer to the philosophical question, but it's irrelevant. I'll take. I choose one of the two measurements, and I use that. And I haven't answered the philosophical question because that's not really my goal right now. My goal is not philosophy, but it's halacha. So what do I do is the question. Or you want to say, I want to figure out if I can answer the philosophical question. So the Tzalach raises this question. That's the Tzalach Yehuda, what I say for myself, that's Pesachim. So he points out that he measured these two things out and they did not come out to be the same size. So it means, like, 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 the, like, like, the, like the Shemuzah Karim said, Everybody, every person is empowered has a right to take what he sees as the average etzba, what he sees as the average egg, meaning the middle-sized egg. That you look for basically what you perceive as to be a middle-sized person, right? And as a rabbi, I'm sure he's seen many people in his life, right? So uh, he, he basically and he, he found the individuals which he feel are basically the range of what would be considered the average-sized person. He measured their average-sized hands, right? 
I think I have small hands. Right? So, um, and he measured their, uh, their, their thumb, bre- thumb breaths, and he figured that out. And then he figured out how much liquid he could put into a container which will, that, that size. Then he measured eggs, and he figured out how much eggs he could fit into that size. He figured that he had the volume of three eggs in that container instead of one and a half. So this is the calculation that he came up with. So he says, okay, so now, we have to assume something changed. Because at the time of the more, they, they were the same size. So either the eggs that you're dealing with now are smaller than the time of the Gomorrah, and by, by half, or we've become larger than the people of the time of the Gomorrah by double. Right, those are basically the two options that he could come up with. He says it's not logical to him that we've, we've doubled the size of our hands from the time of the Gomorrah, but it's very possible that the size of the, the size of the eggs has gotten smaller. And the Chassam Surfer says, we see from Chazal that in general, Paris were larger. The time of the, when Eretz was, was with its bracha, the Paris were larger. So you have to assume that probably what happened is that the, the Paris got smaller. Okay. Now, or going from the Middle East to Europe. Or going from the Middle East to Europe, right? So, but either way, it's going to be the, be the same result. But, remember, the, the Gardner said that's irrelevant. Really, that, that, that point would be theoretically irrelevant. Because right. the Torah says you can measure based on the eggs where you are, and based on the olives where you are. Right? So, this is a philosophical question, but it's irrelevant to Halakha Lamaisa at first glance, because that's true. I, can, I, I found the, the fossil remnants of eggs over the last 3,000 years, and they've gotten smaller. Who cares? According to the garden, you use the eggs of your time in your place. The problem is, we have two measurements. And both of them are the measurements which the Torah gives us. So, we have to figure out, based on that, we have to give precedence to one measurement over the other. <laughs> So we can say, you know what, it's a sophic. We don't know. So with the sophic, what should we do? So we follow the general rules. When you have a sophic and a, 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 mitzvah, a Torah mitzvah, you're machmer. You have a sophic and a drabana mitzvah, you're mekel. Now, being machmer, sometimes when you're talking about mitzvahs, we require a larger amount. When you're talking about a veris, we're talking about a smaller amount. Maybe the egg is the right size, and therefore the smaller amount is ready to avail. Maybe the thumb breast is the right size, and therefore you need a large amount to be out to the mitzvah. And I should say, well, okay, based on this point, I'll say, listen, by mitzvah's the rice, I'll be machmer, mitzvah's the rabbin, and I'll be makel. Right? That would, be, that would be an approach which we could use to address this question. Um, that is the point of the Tzalach. The Tzalach raises this point that, that something has changed and he gives precedence to the measurements of the hand breaths. Assuming that that's the one which stayed stable and the other one changed. So, we, we, you're right, the Gardner has said do, do whatever, you, whatever you have but if here I have two measurements and one of them is the measurement of the Gomorrah and that remains stable that's more logical to use than the other one which has changed. That's his argument. So I have to make my measurements not based on... So the Shulchanar says when you want to measure the amount of dough which is Chayim and Chalos, so the Torah says that you measure it by displacement. You take a container, right? I, didn't, I was contemplating doing this, but you know, I didn't want to ask my wife to, to, to possibly smash 43 eggs because I can see myself getting that wrong, right? So you take a, you take a large pot um, and... Um, so there's different ways of doing it. One of the, you know, you, you fill up to the top, you start putting in eggs, and it falls out into the small. You put a smaller pot with putting eggs in, and the water flows over to the larger pot. You measure that water, and that's your volume. Then it's kind of in the shear of chala. Okay, you do something along those lines that um, you take a container, you have water in it, you a certain measure amount of water. 
So then you, you, you take, take all the water out, you put the eggs in, you start pouring the water back in to get it to how much water you need to get it to a certain height, a specific height that you had before. And you'll see the difference which remains in the, what the cup that you're pouring from is the measurement of the amount of the eggs, the volume of the eggs. Right? So that's the, actually what the Shulchan says to do it the second way. Again, so you, t- you take a large, large container, measure it to a certain height, and then measure that amount, pour out, measure that amount of water. Okay? Put eggs in. 43 eggs and, and, a, and a fifth of an egg. Right? Put that in. Pour the water back and get it back to the same height. Well, the, the, the eggs took a certain amount of volume, so you use less water. So the remaining water in the, the container, which I'm pouring from, is the amount of the volume of the eggs. So that's how you measure the volume of the eggs, the Shulchan Aruch says. Well, that's very good. According to the Nehru Behuda, we can't do that, because that's measuring based on eggs, and our eggs are too small. He says, well, once you know that the calculation is basically, he's, he did it multiple times, came out, it's, it's half. He says, no problem. Measure that amount and double it. And you know that you'll have your measurement based on thumb breasts. Okay. So that's what the Nebuchadnezzar says to do. Uh, the Mishabura, Halakha um, on this point, so in Simon Tafpevo, which is the Halakha of how much you have to eat a Kazayas of, of Matzah. So, uh, he says that. Um, Shavonor says that Shir, shir Kazayas is Yeshavon to Habi Well, the Kazayas now is a half of an egg. That's what Kazal told us. Based, that's, well, that's what the Rishonim told us based on Gemaras, that the measurement of a Kazayas that Kazal referred to was a half of an egg. Okay, so I know how big my eggs are, so I know how big my half of an egg is supposed to be. Right? He says, well, but the problem is the eggs maybe are too small. Right? Maybe the eggs are too small. So what should we do? There's not a Behuda's question. So at the end, on page 7, he brings over here, um, and he says like this, It's not so clear. have proven, and this is the Tzlach, and the some Cypher, that our eggs are smaller than the eggs which Chazah were using. Therefore, the shear of kechatzibeyo, you would have to actually double it, which is the size of an egg. So, in the first, in, in, in the bra, in the darkened part of the mishabura, uh, the highlighted part of the mishabura, in the first white line, by b'shari tshuva shekriya. So, the shari tshuva comes up with the following uh, compromise. So something which is the raisa, you should be machmer. Something which is the rabbanon, you should be mekel. You can use this, you can use the measurement based on the smaller, on, on the measurement of eggs at the time where you're living. Therefore, he says mora, which is the rabbanon. Avikomen, um, the main mitzvah matzah is the first kazayis that you eat. Avikomen is the rabbanon. Kaisis, the four kaisis. All of those to be measured based on the smaller amount. And the first kazai samatsa, you should use the larger amount. So that's the Mishabura comes out, that's what you should do. Okay. Now, what's interesting is the next step we want to think about is so the Shukhar came along and said that the Shir Bakazayas is, is some say it's a half of a kebeya. Now some say it's a half a kebeya, I mean some say it's not a half a half, half that's why I said some say. Well what does the other one say? Right? So the some say is Tosis, and Tosis says based on based on two Gemaras, one Gemara says that um, a person cannot the base ablia, the place where a person swallows, can can, can handle two kazasim at the same time. 
That's one Gemara. There's another Gemara where the Gemara says that they basically I can't hold more than a Kebeya at one time. So if you tell me you can't hold more than a Kebeya at one time, it won't say you hold two Kazais in one time, so the math is very easy. Right? You can hold a Kebeya, you can hold two Kazais. I mean, these Kazais is half of a Kebeya. That's Thesis. The Ramam, however, says um, that the measurement of a Kazayas is a third, less than a third of a Kebeya. It's less than a third of a Kebeya. So Mishabura here on page 6, um, so the Mishabura says it's calculated as an average egg to, using the volume of the shell as well. Now, I want to point out, we'll get back to this, that everybody argues on Mishabura. Nobody says like the Mishabura that it means over here without, a, without the shell. Because we're discussing swallowing. We're talking about an egg which you're swallowing. Right? And, and so we're talking about the egg that you swallow. You don't swallow the egg with the shell. Um, the the, the Rama holds that it's, it's, like, it's like a third of a beya. Now, the truth is, the Rama is actually not a third of a beya, but it's actually less than a third of a beya. How much less? That's going to be a big debate. Where does that come from? So, Shabur doesn't tell you the calculation. I'll just tell you the calculation outside. There's a Gemara, you ever heard the phrase Kedachilis Pras? Have you heard the phrase Kedachilis Pras? So what is the word, the amount of time it takes to eat a Pras? What is a Pras? Right? So Pras sometimes means a reward. But that's what it means over here. Pras means, means a part of something. It means a half of something. So what's it referring to? It's referring to the, the Gemara talks about the a loaf of bread they used to use, to, they, would, they had a certain size loaf they used to use, which would, would be two meals worth of food. <laughs> for a basic meal. Half of that is one meal's worth. So today this process, they're saying one meal's worth of bread. So how much is that? So the more is whether that's going to be the size of three kebayim or four kebayim. The total loaf being six kebayim or eight kebayim. Whether this loaf is six kebayim large, therefore half of that is three, or this loaf is eight kebayim large and half of that is four. The Raman Paskins, the Mechlokas of Bishar, how we Paskin. The Raman Paskin, like the opinion, which says three kebayim. So, the loaf is six kebayim large, half of that, which is one meal's worth, is three kebayim large. Okay, so that's the shear, that, that is the, according to the Rambam, that's when, when a person making a rubik hatseris, person making a rubik tchumen, person making the, these things, we use this loaf, which is two meals worth, two Shabbos meals worth, because you have to wash for at least two of the Shabbos meals. So, two Shabbos meals worth, the Friday night meal, the Shabbos morning meal, so this is the loaf you would need. To be able to do that, so we use that loaf for Rubik Hatseris, we use that loaf for Rubik Tchumen, etc. So, how large is this? So, the Morse also tells me that it's the size of 18 kegregors. So, if it's, if it's three kebayim, um, six kebayim is the total loaf, so you divide that, that means there's three kegregors per kebayim. And the Morse also says in Shabbos that a kegregors is larger than a kezayis. So there you have it. There are three kagurgas in a beya, according to the Rambam. There are nine kagurgas in, in the Chayach of the Spras, in, in three bayim. There are 18 in all six kebeya. So, so there's three per kebeya. And we know the more says that the kagurgas is a little bit larger than a kazais. Kizai, so therefore, that means that there are three kazais in, in a kebeya, at least. Now, how much larger does, does, does it say that the kazais, the kagurgas, it doesn't tell us. So you don't know how much larger it is. Right, so, but if you want to make, you want to be comfortable and say for sure you're to your mitzvah. Quite wrong. You, eat, you eat a third of a kebeya. You for sure, you, for sure you ate enough. Right. 
So uh, the Rama says that it's Shlish Bey. And now, the, the, the interesting the Shulchan Aruch over here just brings twice, it doesn't bring the Rama. But the, the Shulchan Aruch in Hilchas Rubit Tchumen brings the Rama Mshita of three Kibayim, six Kibayim for the total of. Rama and Rubit Chetzeris brings the Rama Mshita of six Kibayim for the total of. In Hilchas Yom Kippur, we're talking about the Lachas of Eden and Kippur, he brings both opinions. So, what's the opinion of the Shulchan Aruch? What does he hold? Um, so he says, so the Magen Rama, the Beer Gros, say like this. By Mitzvah the Rice, uh, you have to be Machmer and eat a Kakati Bayan. By the Rabbanans, you can rely on the Ram, teach of the Ramam that it's a third of a Kibayan. So now, we, you realize we've just taken our Rabbanan and we've done two Kulas on it. A, you can rely on the opinion of a third of Kibayan. And B, you can assume that the, the eggs haven't changed. So the gap between your Mitzvah the Rabbanan Matzah and your Mitzvah the Rice Matzah is not half, not double. Because this is going to be, uh, this is only going to be two thirds. It's, it's going to be two thirds. It's going to be two sixths of the one third of the size of your of your derice. Now, um, then he says, but since you want to make a bracha on it, so maybe you should be shemach even even with rabbanans. Maybe it's, you want to make a bracha on it. So some of brachos lahakol, you should eat a kachatzi. So being yet to the mitzvah, I understand, but some of brachos we have a rule: some of brachos lahakol. So preferably, you should, even by the abundance, you should use the shear of a kachatzi but you can use the smaller shear, the half size. Okay, so that's the mishabura gives us the the, the, the rules of the, of the ground rules. Comes along the chazanish, and he says one more point. He says one second, one second, one second. The gemara never ties a kazayas to a kabeya to a revius. Gemara never does that. We figured out based on this, you know, well, if it's larger than this, etc. That's very nice. But going with figuring it out, says the reason why we. I disagree with another Behud. I said the reason why we follow the larger size when it comes to revius is because the Gemara tells me explicitly how many its bows it is, and I have to measure with its bows. So I have a conflict. I can measure with its bows. I can measure with eggs. Well, which one should I use? Etzbos is mentioned. Amma etzbos are mentioned in the Torah. Eggs are never mentioned in the Torah. So that's that is a this is a minat Torah measurement. This is a chachamim measurement. So of course, if I have a choice to which one to use, I'm going to use the Torah measurement. So whenever whenever I discuss a revius, I have to use the more gave me in those terms. I have to use the larger measurement. So I'm not. I don't have a suffix. I have two ways to measure, and they clearly disagree. And this one is the one which the Torah gives for measurements. So this is the one which the Chumash gives measurements. I'm going to give, I'm going to present to the Torah Torah system. So I'm discussing the size of a revius for kiddush. I know what I have to do. It's not a suffix. I have to use a larger shear. I'm discussing the size of something which the, which the Gemara tells the Gemara tells me how big a revius is supposed to be. It's two by two by two point seven. Good. All right, it's ten point eight cubic revius. Kazayas. The Gemara writes. He uses the Kazayas. Whatever size the Kazayas is. Some of that friend come along and say, "Listen, according to the Rambam, they suggest the Rambam says that the Iker sheet of the Shulchan is like the Rambam." Chabadurais, he mentions all the shita. But the like so according to the Ramah, it's it's less than a third. I don't know how how much less, I don't know. Maybe it's half of the size of a, a Kikasevis. So maybe our olives are the right size. So we have two good arguments to say that our olives are the right size. 
Because he says, that being said, the Mishabura and all those running were Makriya, like the rice that you should be Makhmer, by the Yukazais, etc. So if you could, of course you should do that. But if a person had difficulty doing that, we can use the measurements of our olives. Okay, so that's a, quite a... Uh, Size of a net. Now, getting involved in figuring out exactly the relationship between the size of a revius and you know how big 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 an etzba is you know so how big is an etzba that, that's you know all these all these become debatable um, so if you turn to page fifteen What's our olives <laughs> our olives are about one fifth the size of an egg. Right. Okay. Okay, so various different uh, of, of, of stature, our poskim, have come along and made, done these measurements, um, figuring out about how large Ravia should be, how large the Kazayas should be, how large, if it's a half an egg or if it's a third of an egg. Um, and so some of them are fairly famous. So the first one is the, the opinion of Rabbi Rechaim Noah and the Chazanish had a, had a running debate about the measurements. He basically was coming to, coming to uh, protect the measurements which have been used in Yerushalayim for generations. And he spent a lot of time working out why those calculations are correct. And he came out that Revius is 86 cc. And the gematria of that word is kais. Chaf is 20, Vav is 6, and Samach is... 60, so 86 is the gematria of kais. So the size of Revius is the kais. Chazanish says that the size of Revius is 150 cc, which is the gematria of the word kais, hagun. Okay, if you do your math with the word hagun, you find out that it adds on the, the, the amount that gets you to 150. Uh, there's a safer minus which is which is a very which is a, which is a uh, um, temporary safer who did a large amount of research on this, and he came up with his measurements of a kazayas, half an egg, being somewhat smaller even than, than the Grachnoa's calculation. He came up with the size of a kazayas is 22.5 cc's, which is basically three-quarters of, of a fluid ounce. It was based on... It was based on, on he, he measurements. He did measurements. On contemporary olives? What? Contemporary olives. No, not, that's not even... This is based on, on, this is based on temporary eggs. Not a reality. Not, not even eggs. Not even olives yet. This is this, if you, you you look at the chubas that go in the last line over here, because I is based on a half an egg. The, I mean, if it says I said not applicable because we don't use it based on the, based on the eggs. We use it based on the size of olives. So the shear is 0.2 fluid ounces, which is six cc. So you see that even the the, the the which is basically almost one quarter of the measurements of the smallest measurement you have in the. Uh, in the column above it. So I go to as a garden, so my olive would be would be a, a um, 0.2 fluid ounce, right? One fiftieth of a fluid ounce, right? You notice that the largest shear Mercia has is 1.1 fluid ounces, which is 50, which is going to be 60 times, 55 times larger. That's quite a discrepancy, right? In sizes. Um, I don't think that the Shuvah Zagarim has been accepted in Halakha Lamaisa. Um, now, I want to point out an interesting thing, which is the bottom chart, there was supposed to be a note over here, this is, this is calculated by Rabbi Willig, from the, the Roshiva, and one well, of the Roshivas in, in, in Riyadz, in NYU. Um, the Sefer Midas Shuvah Torah also did the following calculations. So it's all these measurements are all value. 
Is there any way we can translate this into weighing things? Because weighing things is a little bit easier than the measuring by volume sometimes. So he said he did multiple times, he tested that the specific gravity, the, the, the density of matzah compared to water, for weight wise, is basically half. So, which means that um, to get 22 cc's, in, in, in metrics, let's go back, in metrics, metric system, at, at, the, at 20 degrees Celsius, which is basically room temperature, 68 degrees, one gram of water, which is weight, is the size of one cc. So for our purposes, we're going to assume cc's and grams being, being the same. So 22.5 cc's of, fluid, of liquid is the same thing as 22.5 grams of weight. Okay, so you came out to basically to get that amount of volume in matzah, you can do that with about half. So 11 grams, or 11, 11, 12 grams worth of weight of matzah will equal 22 cc in volume. Okay, so now, um, how much do you get in a matzah? So I, it's not the most accurate scale. The rule is supposed to scale over here, and it says that it's, it's, it's set to zero. I put basically the size... Yeah, Exhibit A. Stop matter. They have a different weight. So I checked on that. Stop matter actually weighs about the same as weight weight matter. Okay. This is one point one foot, one point one ounces of weight. Okay. So the relationship um, between one point one ounces in weight and grams is one point one ounces is thirty one grams. Now I need. He said, eleven grams. So I need a third of this. Here's my Mitzvah Kazayas. That's what should come out according to this chart. That's what he did, basically. On this chart over here, um, depending on how many matzahs per pound, he came out and he says, let's say your average, your average box of matzahs is somewhere about eight matzahs per pound. So one-fifth of a hand matzah, the average hand matzah, one-fifth of the average hand matzah would be the Shirva Kazayas. Okay. Now, this... This arguably would be sufficient that there is a dinder of honor of eating two kazaisim by the first by the first one. So if a person wants to eat more, a person can eat more. The Rambam says that every kazais that you eat the night of the seder is a mitzvah. So a person eats ten kazaisim, he gets ten mitzvah. He has a chiv to eat one. If he eats ten, he gets a mitzvah of eating ten. Right. Uh, that being said, a person who's who's weak and ill, etc., and difficult, person takes these measurements. He has what to very much what to rely on. Now, if you want to be more machmer, Rabbi Rabbi Badner did a lot of research. He did it not based on weight. He did it based on actually the challenge of do, do, doing water displacement with matzah. You can imagine is very difficult because if you put the matzah into the water, it absorbs the water. It doesn't displace. Well, what about if you plasticize your? You know, nowadays they can plasticize. You plasticize your matzah, right? Right? So the volume of displacements remain the same. If you can replace the, the matzah, the molecules of the matzah with, with plastic molecules. Right? So they did that. He did this. He could, there's a system which you can do that. Right? What? You wouldn't taste the difference. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it tastes better even. Um, so, um, but in regards to displacement, he made, did this measurement and he, and he did it based on displacement, using the displacement system, which is the system which Shogunar says to use, not by weight. And he came up with these measurements, which are a little bit larger, but even if you come up with this measurement, of, which, is, which is 28, 29 cc's, right, basically the volume of, of, of a fluid ounce, translate that into your matzah, Right, it's going to be it is a challenge, but you can you can use the weight system to translate it to your matzah, right? So you know, so you argue that if, if, if it's if it if it's fifteen grams, 
you're good to go. So that's about half of that matzah. It's still going to be that shear. So if the person wants to calculate the shear. Now, that's talking about matzahs. Here we're saying, listen, the main, you know, we're, we're comfortable, very comfortable saying that really the correct shear is, is kazesim, etc. What about by revius, by kiddush? That's more complicated because the revius, we have the, we should be using the calculation of our finger breaths, not by, not by eggs. It's the primary calculation. So, what do we do? So, is, is the mitzvah kiddush to rice, the mitzvah kiddush to rabbonim? So, <laughs> interestingly enough, the answer is yes. <laughs> um, rabbis are wonderful. Um, so the Mitzvah Kiddush is a dinder rice. The Mitzvah Kiddush on Shabbos is a dinder rice. Friday night is a dinder rice. <coughs> on a kois is the rabbonah. The Mitzvah saying Kiddush is the rice. The Mitzvah saying Kiddush on a kois is the rabbonah. Okay, so we say yeah, the Mitzvah Kiddush is the rice. The Mitzvah Kiddush on the rabbonah. So I can use a smaller shear. So Mr. Burr says no. It'd be preferable for that 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 since they tied it to a Mitzvah the rice, you should use a larger shear. Therefore, he says, when you come to the Seder, Mitzvah Kiddush on Yom is the Rabbanah. So the four crisis is the Rabbanah. Unless the Seder is Friday night. The Seder is Friday night. The first cup should be a larger cup. So it would be, would be, suggest, it would be a good suggestion is that you can use a larger cup for the first crisis and then switch to a smaller cup. Now, you could, well, let's, I'm better at this. Just use a larger cup and then drink whatever you want to drink. Right? You know, what's the difference? So that's not, not, not 100% correct because there's a, the rule is when you drink a, you make Kiddush, or you make, you make Kiddush, you bench on a Kais, anytime you're saying something on a Havdola, you're supposed to drink, there's a covenant of the Kais you have to drink a shir called Momin Lugbov. Momin Lugbov is, is, is usually calculated as the majority of a, of a Revius. So if your Revius is 4.4 ounces, Marsha says it's Right. Let's say you would calculate that. That's that's the size of your revius. Okay. So, um, Russia says it's, it's four point four two fluid ounces. Right. So, the majority of that is two point two. Right. Two point three. Not not very large. However, however, by the, by the midst of the dal kaisis, there's a lot of drinking rife kais. That's unique to the dal kaisis. Unique to dal kaisis. Any other anytime you're making kiddush abdallah. Benching, brismila, whatever it is, whatever you're doing over there, shrikim ole lugmov. Lel Seder, the Mishabur comes out, you're supposed to drink roif kais. So if you have a 10 ounce kais, so you have to drink wow. five, a little bit over 5 ounces. You have a 20 ounce kais, you have to drink a little bit over 10 ounces. And you have a 4 ounce kais, you drink a little bit over 2 ounces. So now I say, listen, the first kais, it's a deri- Friday night, the first kais is the rice, so I should use a larger kais. Good. But nobody, no, nobody's telling me I have to keep that kais for the rest of the Seder. Because I want to drink roif kais. And the actually says, preferably, you should drink the whole kais. Right? So, your Aunt May did you a favor, and she brought you this beautiful becher, which is like, eight, you know, eight and a half ounce becher. That's beautiful. Use it for Kresha Lelio. Let Lelio drink it. Leave me out of it. Like, like you know, like... That's what but, we do. Right? For yourself, you know. So, my, my wife and I, we, we, we did this long, long search to find, the, you know, they have glasses, which are 4.5 ounce glasses. Right, you know, you've been searching Bed Bath and Beyonds, and you know, this store and that store. And eventually, we found the cups which claim that they're four and a half ounces. Of course, yes, we measure, we bought them, we measure them, and they're not. Um, <laughs> this way, we can look at why am I using these gigantic cases? And I can use a four and a half ounce case. Say Kiddush on it. For, that, that's good for the f- first case for sure. For, according to Moshe, 
and the rest of the curses for sure. Um, it's it, it's it's more than it's more than enough. And then I don't have to be using these my my my, my regular curses. My cost of present curses for for the seder was six and a half ounce curses. Well, why am I using such a large curses for the seder? So I want to get the mitzvah of roiv curses or kola curses, and also make sure that I have a right the right correct shear. Yes, is that larger shear for the? The first coast on Friday night for the Seder, just for the Makadish or for all the Masubim? So that's a great question. So Friday night, normally it's for just for the one saying the Kiddush. Uh, he has the Kiddush in that. So what happens by the Seder? Um, I might be here to Kiddush with the Makadish, I might be here to Kiddush with my own coast. And that is a good question. It's a big, it's a good, big debate. So I don't have a good answer to that question. Um, it, it would seem to me that you're about to be with the Makadish. Okay. If one is unless, the unless the minute each person says their own Kiddush, the like then they have to. Then there's no question that they have to use the larger cards. Okay. The Torah, so, so, the Torah has a solid measure called an A4. Right. That doesn't seem to figure in here at all. Okay. So, um, so, well. Um, the an afa is four hundred and thirty-two eggs. <coughs> oh, so that they converted to. Okay, and that's how we know shirchal because the the, the shir of chal is an omer. It says that the pasuk when it says when you're eating lechem, so lechem means the lechem that they the mouth that they used to get in the midbar. They got an omer each day. <coughs> Right? An armor is a serious wafer. Yeah. It's one-tenth of an afa. Yeah. So if there's 432 eggs in an afa, there are 43.2 eggs in a shir chala. That's how we get the measurement of shir chala. That's where it comes from. So uh, the, the, the math of it, I can you know, get how all the multiplications we can do at different times. But that's, that's, where the 40, that's where the shir 43.2 eggs comes for shir chala from, from that measurement. Okay, last thing is, um, last thing is bread. Uh, so I didn't bring a slice of bread in to, to measure over here, but uh, our goal is not just to measure; we need to know what its density compared to water, right? Because the, the, the point is, if it has the same density of water, then I need the weight of. Remember, our volume in, in, in metrics, volume and weight of water are, are the same at room temperature. So, twenty-two point five cc's is twenty-two and a half grams. Of water, right? So if this has the same density as water, so it'll have the same weight. Sorry, measure by weight, but the same. But if I tell you that the density of bread, of course, I looked. At, I, you know, I looked online. Of course, they tell me like you know, they gave me like five different options depending on what type of bread you have. You know, how, what the density is. You know, different types of bread, etc. So I don't know what they didn't have challah as one one of the options. They didn't have my wife's challah for sure as one of the options. So I don't know, um, but it seems to be that somewhere about, it's somewhere about eight tenths of the weight. It's point it's point eight of the weight of bread compared to water. So I can do the same thing. I can take, you know, I can now say, okay, I, the shear that I need is 22. I multiply that times 0.8, right? And I come up with my number of 18, whatever it is. And I now I weigh out how much bread I need to get a kazayas based on, based on that amount. And I would have now my, my, my measurements. It's not very large. So my, my rebellion uh, told me, if you can picture, because we're all we're all, we're all good, good Jew, Jewish rye, right? Jewish rye bread from the from the bakery, two pound loaf, right? Slice in the from the middle. Picture it, okay? Cut that in half. That's my That's a kazayas. That's a shirba kazayas, and therefore, the shirba kabeya is a, a full slice. Uh, so I actually, based on these measurements, actually that that's generous. It's even less than half of a slice. This measurement is even less than half of a slice. 
So, but that's for sure. If a person wants you to make sure that he eats a kazayas, the kazayas is basically the volume of the half a slice of one 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 slice of rye bread, of the you know the, from the middle of the loaf, which is not not, not gigantic. Um, for, for a meal, the loaf is a person. He, he, person any, any amount of bread that you eat, you have to say You bench on the kazayas. You only say on the tzedayim if you eat a kabeya. So a person finds only the half a slice, he should not say Allah Sadaim. He'll say Hamoitzi. He should wash his hands without a bracha. Wash his hands without a bracha. He says Hamoitzi and the whole bench. Person eat a whole slice, he'll wash his hands with a bracha, Alti Sadaim, and he will eat, eat, eat that. Um, he has to eat this in now the, the time a lot of time of Kreachilas Pras. How long is Kreachilas Pras? For Matzah, for this, it's four minutes. Four minutes is a share which you can rely on. Four minutes, four and a half minutes even, is a share you can rely on for the Kreachilas Pras. Um, one last thing pointing out about, mentioning about Hamoitzi, and my time for the share is, is finished. Um, I want to point out that Mr. Burr comes out that that halacha, that the food and the meal is considered secondary to the bread, is only only you to Kazai's. So the person eats, says a moitzi on his bread, and eats less than half a slice. He needs to make, he needs to make a bracha rishayna on all the other foods. Mm. On the meats, on the vegetables, whatever he's eating, they're not considered secondary to the bread, and included in the bracha of a moitzi, unless you eat a kazayas of the bread. Therefore, the night of Yehuda, the Bible suggests that a person should make sure at the beginning of the meal he eats a kazayas right away. This way, you know for sure you ate your kazayas, ate a kazayas pras, and now everything afterwards is considered secondary to the bread. There's no question of making a brook and everything else in the meal, etc. Even though, of course, you know you're planning to have many, many kazaysim. Uh, at this rate, you know, the, the, the shir readers gave you, you're going to probably end up eating multiple kazaysim during a meal, but that, that you're starting eating other foods. You haven't set, eaten a kazayas yet, so you want to first be convey the suit on a kazayas. Uh, and they actually suggest that it's preferable a person should not even speak. It's rubbed. Um, so he finishes that kazayas again. The kazayas is not very large because that, that, that calculation, that half a slice, is actually larger than a kazayas. Based on what we're calculating over here, it's actually less than that. It's probably about a third of a slice. Because I th- then see, they said over there that the average slice is like one hundred and twenty-five. I did all the math. Whatever it came out, you know. So based on that, you know, it's it's it's, it's uh, you get um, you get a. It's about about a, it's it's close. It's more than a third, and less than a half of, of a slice of bread. So that would be a suggestion the person should do. Now, of course, I'm not telling you you shouldn't tell your wife that the chal is delicious, right? <laughs> Immediately, right? You should make sure you swallow first before you say that because that is questionable. Um, but you know that's in my that there is we do believe that's the comes of is all the mitzvahs. <laughs> okay, um, I think that I've covered what I wanted to cover. And I hope that has enlightened you and clarified a little bit the, the, some of the calculations we have behind the Kazayas. Um, one last thing I wanted to say. The Rukhain Velazhener went with the Shir of a Kazayas, and the Shir of a Kazayas that he would give out by, by the Seder was the size of the palm of his hand. Okay, so in a case a person is ill, or a person has some type of illness which makes it difficult for him to eat matzah, etc., we can rely on that smaller shear, you know, if necessary. We can rely on that smaller shear. Um, and if you want to be, now that we're being makal on it, on it, right? You shouldn't, you know, you don't want to get involved in a salak bracha So once you eat that amount, you have a salak bracha Right? So a person should be machmer, if he's eating whatever food he's eating, he should eat less than that amount. Otherwise, he has suffered. He may be chayv in a bracha chrona. 
it's only fair, right? right? You're not supposed to imagine yourself in the same case of Sabbat Brasa. So, you know, I just, I'll just take a bite and I won't have to, you know, it's, it's, not, not, it's less than a shear. I won't have to wear the Bacharachrona. That's not so simple because that shear is not very big. I'm talking about matzah. thin. How, how, how much volume that is. It's, right, here we go. It's six, it's six cc. So one cookie then, for example. One cookie is way above that shear. One cookie is way above... 6 cc. It's a, one cookie is about 30 cc. Even a sandwich cookie? Like a small sandwich cookie? It's, 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 it's probably, I don't know, I don't know oh, 15 cc, whatever it is. You can, you can do it. You, can, you have to find out the density. You can figure it out. Um, <laughs> so, so, so the halakha really person should... Really person should avoid... A person should basically make sure you eat enough to eat it because I said brachar karna. Now, well, how much does he need for brachar karna? We didn't really discuss that. The Rabbi the, the, said we rely on the smaller shear. Rely on the smaller shear. I mean, not this smaller shear. But it's a drabonon. Bracharon is a drabonon, to keep drabonon. So we have on the smaller. So whatever the, the the third egg measurements are that you have, you know. So it's not a very large. It's about a little over a half a fluid ounce. Already a person could say a bracharon. Okay.